Are we broadcasting, Jen? Yeah. Brilliant. Yes, we are ready. Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 14 of the Creative Coding Podcast. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> wow. Also, our first ever live episode. Coming live from Flash on the Beach in Brighton, UK. You could clap that as well. Yay! <laughs> it's just, we, we've never had an audience before, no. so we quite like this applause yeah. thing. Who, who has listened to the podcast before? Okay, wow. about half, half of, of you. you. Cool. So, I mean, everyone in the whole room. Yeah. <laughs> and did, guys who've never heard the podcast, like, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh. Follow your work. Oh, uh, they Very mean Very keen you. to say yours. Uh, actually used. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my name's not even on the, the door outside, but there you go. I know, that's not my fault. I no, didn't even know worry. when it was. Don't worry about it, it's fine. Just now. I can live with it. Um, so, cool, man. It's weird doing it live. We have to actually be organised and stuff. So much of this is like fixed in the edit, usually. Yeah. We just sat there, usually, for at least 10 minutes going, what should we talk about? I don't know. Yeah. And, then, and then we'll say something and then there'll be frantic typing as we're looking it up on Google yeah, exactly. to make sure that we know that's, what we're talking That's going to be the bit that, that's the kind of magic you don't see where it sounds like yeah. we actually know stuff about the internet is when we go off on Google stuff and then yeah. cool, edit it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no edits this time though, so um, what should we talk about? Cool, Conference. Man. Yeah, Flash on the Beach. Yeah, what do you think so far? Um, enjoying it so far. It kind of would have been... But possibly more interesting if we did it on the last day, so we could say like, "What did you like?" and yeah. stuff. But here we go. We're doing it on the <laughs> halfway through the first day. Yeah, awesome. But um, I saw uh, Andreas running. Oh yeah. Did a talk about his developer console, which is called uh, Doomsday Console, mm-hmm. and what it is, it's an ActionScript three library that kind of lets you. Uh, bring up a kind of game developer style console at any point while you're developing so while your your game or your app is running you can just drop this down and type stuff in debug stuff yeah call any function change any variable so basically anything public you can just hack in real time so it's pretty handy i mean i know andreas he's a very very smart guy that's pretty hardcore stuff though isn't it yeah it it is but i mean the good thing about it is it seems to have a really nice api as well so he really seems to have thought about like the human side of programming, which people often forget. Nice. What else have you seen? Uh, so keynote. The keynote was cool. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One was, person that from was, Adobe that in was the audience. Room light. Um, well, should we bring Leo? Yeah, we've got a couple of special guests today. Um, yeah, so let's 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 just bring up Lee Brimlow. Come on, let's hear it for Lee Brimlow from Adobe. <laughs> Cool. Wow. Um, so, Lee, do you want to tell the listeners at home kind of what you what you announced in the keynote? Yeah. So the first part of the keynote was HTML5 stuff, uh, and yeah, I was backstage, so I didn't really see much of it. So I don't think they announced anything new right. for HTML5. I don't think so. Yeah, it was basically, basically just talking about the stuff we're doing. Um, the one thing that, that that we were able to announce is uh, this new open source library that basically allows you to do 2D. Uh, but to take advantage of stage 3D performance. Um, and uh, so this is, we, again, we can't say what the name of this project is right now. Uh, so what's, what's but, all that about? Is that like marketing stuff? Uh, no, no, to be honest with you, it's, so 
let me just say that this is a project that's going to be released pretty soon. So yeah. this is not like some, oh, we're working on this and then yeah. next year's Flash on the Beach, we're still working on this. Sure. So it's going to be released pretty soon. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. So I, the name isn't important. <laughs> you know, I, I guess but you announced it today. We announced it today. Um, and basically, it it's designed after the the regular display list in Flash. So if you're used to working with movie clips and sprites, it's essentially the same exact uh, thing with some features that are added specifically for game developers, like sprite sheet support, uh, particle, you know, uh, incorporating particles from some of these particle tools yeah. and, and things like that. So um, one one thing I had a question about, and you may or may not know the answer, was. Uh, one of the kind of one of the bottlenecks you run into uh, doing game development is if you've got a lot of stuff on the screen, a lot of sprites, and you want to depth sort them every frame because yeah. they're they're moving in front and behind each other yeah. on a kind of like a, a 2.5D game or like a, a pseudo 3D game. And why that's slow or can be slow is because obviously you're doing a lot of um, array moving if you're yeah. using the display list. So will you just be able to kind of set a Z depth for the um. sprites? Yeah, so you think you were accurate in that I, would, I don't know the answer to right. that. Right. <laughs> uh, so as far as I know, it, I mean, it's based pretty much the same concept of the display list, but uh, yeah, I'd have to find that out. Yeah, because obviously yeah. You, you can sort, you don't have to do like array sorts, you can, you can just pass that stuff straight into the graphics card, right? And it, yeah, so I'll have to find that out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm assuming it, it's not going to be... Hopefully, it's not going to be slow. So it seems like maybe it's kind of a subset of the existing two. It's definitely a, it's definitely a subset. So yeah. let me just say that it's not because. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the real thing to be clear about is you know, you literally can say new sprite, add child, but it's sure. it's not the It's not the actual display. It's yeah. a completely it's a, separate thing. You know, we'll have a se separate package name that you'll have to reference. Um, yeah. But, yeah. uh, and you're not going to be like linking your movie clips in the t in Flash to these things. Not yet. Right. Hopefully someday. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I think someday, hopefully, the the you, you'll be able to author these things fully in, in Flash. Right. Maybe. Uh, this, this is kind of a, a bit of a trend that I'm noticing in Flash with, you know, um, extra functionality for Flash Player coming out as an action script library. I guess I'm thinking about TLF and. And, and that, you know, I'm wondering yeah. why, why some of that stuff isn't maybe built into the player. You know, maybe yeah. we could just have a, a I suppose, it, would it be really hard to build that API into the player itself? So, yeah, so I think the, generally the, the trend, and I'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but is to put the low-level hooks into the player, mm -hmm. and then, you know, that way other people can, can create all of this. TLF is, yeah, let's face it, it's, a, it's an interesting technology. Uh, <laughs> It's not the fastest, it's kind of, but the Flash text engine is actually a really good text engine, but you have to yeah. be like a, a, a rocket scientist to be able to use it, you know, or a tech or font expert or whatever, so. Yeah, it never quite worked for me whenever I used it. Yeah, it's not, it's not made for like regular people to use, like it's, it's you know, uh, but, um, so, so yeah, with this stuff, it was just basically like, and it's also, we can release it a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, you know. I guess it's, it's outside of the, uh, the, you know, the release cycle for Flash Player then as well, right? Right. And yeah, and let me also say, we're not actually developing this. You know. Ourselves. Who's making it? Well, you, yeah, we can't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any guesses? <laughs> and is it going to be like a, Git, a GitHub project that you can actually go and contribute to? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. 
it's going to be a, a fully open source project that's, that's yeah. yeah just going to have all those things. So, yeah. Um, but of course, we're working we're working with with them to yeah. to, to do it. But, yeah. yeah. I think that's right. I think because and that's another thing people are like, oh, you never you never do open source projects. You never. So, yeah, no, we've got, so we've got we always do open source projects. Yeah, but we a lot of people just they, they say that all the time. Really? You should support open source projects more. I don't even know if yeah, should support about. some others maybe. Yeah, well, <laughs> you've got plenty have, of right? your own ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, this is us. This is us <laughs> yeah. working with another open source project. Okay, that sounds oh, intriguing. Cool. I look forward to hearing yeah. a bit more yeah. about that. Yeah, so it's going to be. I guess it's going to be Max, right? Max over four. Okay, nicely hedged. Awesome. So I ran into yesterday, it turns out you listen yep. to our podcast sometimes. I do actually, yeah. Like I said, uh, and I told you this yesterday, sometimes I want to put my fist through the monitor. That's but, <laughs> but that's just... I have no... no, no, no. But that's... What, you know. How could you possibly want <laughs> to do that? I, no, some is that, things... Is I, that mostly just, more when Seb's talking? Or well, I, I don't know. No, no, it's, I find it, you know, uh, you know it's, uh, it's definitely entertaining. I like the... Uh, you're gonna use this as like promotional material. You're gonna chop it up after. Yeah, I'm just like, gonna say. I'm just gonna have a big quote saying, "I listen to it every week. It's awesome." <laughs> Lee Rimlow, I do like it. Though. I do like <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I do listen to it. Sure. So, what yeah. what kind of things like get you get you going? A bit? Get me riled up. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's just the way you are sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You know how you are. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, yeah. but it's not even riled up. It's just I, I, I wish I could be there to be like, no, no, no. no, no. Now's your chance. Yeah, but we're not so talking about anything. So all this stuff that's been pent up now yeah. is your chance. No, there's nothing pent up. Maybe just hit me in the face. Get it. Yeah. Say something. Yeah, you, have, you have to say something controversial, and then I can I can respond to it. See? I'm, I'm, you can't manufacture this. See, you have to have call-ins. Like I told you, we need show. to get we need to get a script or something. Yeah, you need to be able to take calls. Like yeah. do it live and, and take calls. Really yeah. I don't think we have enough listeners to do it live though. I mean I know I guess we'll find out. How many people are listening, Jeff? How many people are online? Forty one. Oh yeah. Forty one. Oh, yeah. See that's the I mean and that the what is awesome about doing podcasts is we reach a bigger audience doing that. Well, I personally reach a bigger yeah. audience doing the podcast than anything else. Me that's too. my blog, conferences. If you speak at a conference, you only speak to like couple of hundred people it's like we've had 10,000 you know listens on some of our shows so yeah. it's pretty cool yeah but I do like it good I'm so, very very yeah. glad that you enjoy it yeah. we were talking about some gaming stuff earlier I don't know how much of that you can talk about you can ask me about it <laughs> I mean I you know okay like the, so so APIs like for example the the gamepad API that yeah, was so announced that was, uh, we, we demoed that at max and and I, and I told you earlier, I'm not entirely sure why there's been a delay in releasing that. Um, just because I, you know, I do know that they're not like, you know, oh, people want this feature, but no, just make them wait. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It there's, just seems there's legitimate. Sort of well, I think maybe it was. I think it was probably a mistake to highlight it so much in the keynote. Yeah. That, mm. or, and or that we ran into issues that we didn't anticipate with it. So I'm pretty sure, Mike, you can maybe clear it up. Like, it's, I think it's security, to do with security stuff. I think, like, when you're, when you're accessing raw, like, uh, USB stuff or, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they say, something like that, yeah, that but I don't like understand slightly it. Slightly convincing, I suppose. That's good. <laughs> well... I mean, it's gonna. Everything yeah. in the flash player is gonna be hard, though, right? I mean, every, just making it. Is sure. Hard. Yeah. So, so the, to be honest with you on that one, I just I really don't don't know why uh, <laughs> what the delay is. Yeah. And the other thing then was um, hardware acceleration coming to Air and to say for the for the iPhone, the iPad, Android. 
So you're talking about stage 3D? Yeah, stage 3D. Oh, stage 3D. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's something that we, you know, we've shown prototypes of it working. Um, but it's a challenge to get it working consistently across all these different uh, platforms. So, and I think, uh, from what I hear, you know, this is such a big thing that they want to make sure that they have it right yeah. before they release it, um, mm -hmm. because you know, yeah, because we've been I mean, releasing stuff really early, and that's not always. I, well, I don't think it's well, not always the best. Especially with GPU, it's quite, kind of difficult to get it to work on all the all the uh, graphics. Yeah, because I mean, I have no knowledge of of how to do any of that stuff. So if they show me a demo, like they hand me an iPad and like something works, I'm like, Shh. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't understand what, what other things might be involved. And I'm just, yeah. just like, you sure. showed it working. I, I thought it was quite funny. I enjoyed your keynote today because it was kind of quite irreverent. And, uh, and I particularly liked it because up until that point, we'd had like two or three <laughs> other people who were talking about HTML5. And I think a lot of people perceive that Adobe have kind of jumped ship. I mean, it's almost like I get now as well. Everyone's like, oh, now you've moved to JavaScript, which of course isn't really the story, but I think it's very hard to counter that, it's, it's, that image, isn't it? And so it so is. what do you, how do you reassure people that you're still committed to Flash? It's, I mean, these, these are things we talk about all the time. Like, you know, we, HTML and JavaScript is, is, is going to be more of what we talk about. We, we need to talk about that more. How do we do that in a way that's not going to freak out hardcore Flash people? But um, yeah, it's 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 really difficult. Okay. Okay. Should we bring on John? You got five minutes. Okay. Let's bring on John right now. Sorry. All right. Okay. Well, thank, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lee. Cheers. Lee Brimlow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that, but we, we just had to get our opportunity to interview John Davey, who is the man behind Flash on the Beach. Now, John, this is a clean podcast, so please do not swear, but thank you so much for joining us. How's the conference going so far? It's, well, as far as I can tell, it's going great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, people are positive, and, you know, there's a super opening this year with two months titles and no player penetration statistics. <laughs> so, so, so you were kind of, um, it seems like you've been working on the keynote with Adobe this year to make it a bit different from normal, right? Yeah, I, uh, I don't think I told them anything that they didn't know. Yeah. I, I just said, look, you know, we really need to shake things up because <clears throat> you're preaching to the choir. Most people at this event will have pretty much every bit of software that you've got. <laughs> Uh, in which case, you don't need to tell them how good it is because they know what, yeah. what you need to tell them is what other things they can do with it. Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, we really want to do that. And I said, you know, it'd be great if we could do like a mini Max type thing mm -hmm. where they invited celebrities and so forth. And unfortunately, the biggest celebrity they could get was Brimelo. So, <laughs> you know, um, it's pretty big. It's, it was, yeah. it's very popular. It's, cool. The thing is, we, what we had to do is put this kind of clear first text thing in front of the stage, like floor to ceiling, to make him look thinner. <laughs> but uh, I think we've got away with it. Um, so I've noticed there's more, you've got more talks from kind of people from outside the traditional Flash community this year, yeah. more HTML guys and such. What's the kind of reasoning behind that? Is that come from requests from, yeah. from attendees? Um, and the, <clears throat> okay. I, um, in my downtime, I go to as many other events as I can. And I do that for several reasons. One is obviously to see if I can find new talent. Uh, others are to watch how they run the event and see if there's anything that I can cherry pick that will improve this event. 
Um, but the one thing that I am always fed up with is seeing the same names at every event. And I think that if I was paying for a ticket, that sounds like I never pay for a ticket. <laughs> In fact, I don't. But um, if I was paying for a ticket, I would get super upset if I thought, well, I could see this guy in that town and that town and that town. So to me, it's very important to have fresh. And the HTML5 CSS um, thing wasn't an intentional thing. It was more uh, finding speakers that I knew were, had a good presence on stage, that had a good story to tell, and it just happened to be that. The flip side of that, of course, is that I think that whilst this conference has the title uh, with the word flash in it, it's grown so broad and the people that attend it use so many different skills that it's silly to go, oh, I'm only going to limit it to the flash crowd. So really, it's a case of trying to bring new people that the audience would be uh, excited about. So, I mean, obviously, like, the flash community is, is very... Uh, it's, it's, it's expanding into other, lots of other areas. It's kind yeah. of fragmenting, right? Yeah. Whereas it used to be just Flash, and now there's iPhone development, Corona, yeah. and JavaScript, yeah. and Unity 3D, all of those things. So how are you, are you going to sort of continue to sort of market this conference when the, the range is so wide now? Oh, that's a loaded <laughs> question. That's a difficult one. We asked that a tough question. Yeah, yeah I know. Tough. It's like who a knows? barrage. Who knows? <laughs> so watch this space. Okay. You don't care to give us any exclusive um, announcement or anything? I don't know. Well, look. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know, I love chocolate cake, but you can't keep eating it forever. Uh -huh. You know, so who knows? You can um, try. You can, but then you get rotten teeth. Um, um, who are you most? Do you, do you get to watch many of the sessions or not? Um, I see kind of uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes of most. Uh, I spend, you know, you've probably seen me running around frantically. I know that there are some events where the organiser is slightly detached from the event and they, they kind of own the thing and oversee it. Um, with this event, there is only me. The only time that I get any help is when we turn up on the Saturday and there's a bunch of volunteers. So I do the hotel, the venue, the AV, the flights, the speakers, everything on my own. Hence the reason sometimes I mention it, because I know people get pissed off with me when I don't reply to emails. <laughs> it's because there's like a grillion in my box and I'm thinking, I've got to get through these things. Um, but... Uh, I lost my thread. So do you get what to you see say? any of the Oh, questions? sorry. <laughs> so who I see? Yeah, I do get to see some. I intro and outro, as you know, yeah. in the dome. And then what I tend to do is run to the other theatres to check that they're running okay, people seem happy, and just look and see what, if, whether it's a popular session or not. Yeah. I've just realised that I put Rob Bateman in the wrong room because much like your session last year, it was absolutely overflowing. Mm. So of course then you learn from that, okay, next time I'll... <coughs> yeah. Anything with game in the title seems to yeah. get a huge queue outside. Yeah. I mean, maybe that you could, you know, maybe that means that, you know, there's an appetite for even more gaming stuff next time. Yeah, now that, Ian, is a very Because apparently good I heard point. recently from Adobe this year that Flash is good for games. Yeah, I've heard so that. I don't know if I've, it's true or not. I've also heard that <laughs> Flash on the beach could be more specifically Flash only and maybe, a bit, you know, which you never know, might happen. 
Um, yeah, no. it's, it's interesting because a lot of the games conferences, like there's one here in Brighton called Develop, right? Oh, yeah. And they don't have the fun atmosphere of Flash no. on the Beach. No, they're they very, they're more focused on like sales numbers and like the business yeah. side rather than creative process and well, things yeah. like that. that. That's a, a lovely thing to say, Ian, and I appreciate that. Um, I've got to tell you, this was, it's never been for the money. Um, you know, I, I make decisions that are probably the worst business decisions <laughs> you know, like, okay, they didn't give them this year because um, I kind of run out of money, but every year I've got people bags. Mm. Well, you know what, I could have saved myself 10 grand and gone on three ski holidays for that, <laughs> but the way I figure it is I, like, I, I would like to give what I would like to receive, and that's why I just think, you know, you do what you can to make it a fun experience. And I am genuinely pumped that people have come to speak here. G-Monk making those titles, you know, yeah. and um, Nikki and Paolo making the, the app. You know, I, I just think it's incredible that people have got that much generosity that they would do it for this kind of event. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should so, put a call out on that actually so that we remember to link to it. The titles from this year oh, yeah. are absolutely amazing. Yes. It's a live action kind of interpretive dance routine <laughs> thing and... Made by G-Monk who we're missing right now. Yeah, yeah. Recording. yeah he's But he's amazing that. and really, really nice guy as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was, you know, I saw all that everyone last night at the speaker dinner and it just reminded me how amazing this group of people are and I think... Yeah. You know, well done for getting them all together. I think oh, yeah. you know you clearly care about this conference, and it really shows in how you look after the speaks and create this atmosphere. So, so well done. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank so let's, you. let's hear it for John Daly. Thanks, mate. Thank you. So are we up for our third and final guest? Yeah, let's bring and him on. We've got a big one, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it for Keith Peters. <laughs> There's a load of deck chairs in this room, and uh, hi Keith, welcome, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, how are you? Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can, you can play along if you want. Sure, why not? We all have phones, it's nice. If it, um, yeah, we should talk about how we record the show, because we do look stupid with these phones, but yeah. we, we just use this app called... Uh, Fire, yeah, and it's really good. And the the, the quality of the mics on the iPhones is actually it's really insanely decent. Good. So if you want to start a podcast and you own a smartphone, you've actually yeah. got yeah. nothing oh, stopping you. Record every yeah, yeah. just like this. I we do it over Skype, so I record like this in my end, and he records yeah. his end, and then we just the two I tracks mean, I, together. I, I should also say that I've got some really decent audio equipment at home. I used to do a lot of music recording and sound engineering, and it's you know it's not that much. You better. just didn't like the disparity of me on yeah, my little. Right, yeah. Cheap he one. just recorded it on his laptop mic, so like, you can hear the fan, and then mine had like decent compressors, and everything sounded like a radio DJ. And like yeah. the two, like if you listen to the first podcast, you're just it was, it's, it's awful, it was isn't ridiculous. It? Yeah, we're but this better is, now. I, I love this because it's just so. So easy. it combines the. the we two just put them together in Garage really Band, put plonk some music in, cut all the boring bits yeah. out. It's good. And when we talk, because on, on Skype we tend to talk over each other quite yeah. a lot because of the lag, so yeah. we can just drop down like one side of the conversation yeah. and that yeah, works. If I don't like something Seb said and I'm editing the episode, just like, <laughs> it's gone. But anyway, uh, we should get back to Keith. Welcome, Keith. I mean, 
it was quite amusing because at least in the first three or four episodes you were mentioned yeah, every, every time. episode yeah then, I don't know, <laughs> we have down goal from there yeah, yeah of course I'm, I'm, but it's <laughs> nice to actually finally have you on how are you yeah, doing I'm doing good yeah and what have you been up what have you been up to lately um, <coughs> work wise a bit of everything um, flash flex iPhone Android HTML5 sure JavaScript so you're properly just <coughs> yeah. out yeah Got some coughing. <laughs> Give the man a locket. <laughs> yeah, so you're, I mean, you're, you're not afraid to learn new stuff. Are you quite well no, known no, for I that? I love learning new stuff. Yeah. It's, keeps things interesting. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm learning new stuff as well at the moment. It's, yeah, it's, whatever. It's yeah. incredible. Sure you are. I am. I can do Jaco and everything now. No it's, way. I, I can for That's real. Awesome. Yeah. It's just dollar sign. That's all you need to know, and then you're golden. You know, um, recently... <laughs> the only programming language with one character. <laughs> You know, recently you did um, uh, your like 30 days of Canvas yeah, yeah, yeah. on your blog, and uh, we featured it on creativejs.com. It's been the massive, the biggest rated uh, page of all, really? you know, with thousands and thousands of hits. And I think Mozilla pointed to it as well. So, I mean, what made you do that series? Was that just you learning it? Yeah, um, I've always found the best way to learn something is to teach it. Um, and that gives you the benefit of people think you're really smart, but <laughs> you're, you're really just learning something. Um, and it, I, I really learned that um, when I was writing uh, tutorials and, and books, that you, know, you can learn something for yourself, you know, and you kind of get a pretty good idea of what it is. But when you have to put it into words and like really get it to the point where somebody else can read it and understand it, your level of understanding has to be so much higher and what if you were just trying to do something with it? So yeah. you wind up uh, this level of understanding that's mm. massively higher than you would have you, Yeah, you can't just go, okay, it works now, I'm not yeah. going to break it, I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to leave I don't it. Know what I, did. <laughs> I, I can't remember how I did it, but it seems to work, so I'm not going to touch, touch it. Don't touch that part. Yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, but you have a full-time job, right? You work sure. at Infrared 5, yep. uh, and so you... You have a family, uh -huh. but you still seem to. I mean, you do you write these books and you do all these uh, these blog posts and these tutorials? I mean, uh, how do you do that? Just, <laughs> do you not sleep? I sleep. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, just a passion, you know. It's yeah. um, you know, well, one thing it's funny. I, you know, people ask me that and they say, "How do you find the time?" And then they'll ask me, you know, a little later on, "Oh, did you see the latest episode of?" Um, you know, American Idol or the X Factor, or one of these are like, no. And that's why I have time. <laughs> While you were watching that, I was like coding, and I was having more fun than I think you were. Right. Personally, kind of. Sure. Mm. Yeah, I, I take the opposite view. I, I find my TV time is precious. Yeah, well, and I my coding time is good. I, watch, but yeah. I, I think a lot of people just. Yeah, it's TV absolutely right though. It's like you know, if you zone out, you ha everyone's got some free time in their lives, yeah. and it's just how you use it, really. Exactly. Yeah, and so I guess your family must be quite supportive if you yeah, just right. sat there with the computer the whole time. Yeah, they're they're supportive. Um, you know, I have the computer, but I can talk to them too. Uh -huh. It's a laptop. Just you know, fold it down, and have a conversation. John, uh, is it John Carmack, the guy, the genius at, at id Software? He, he took his computer on his honeymoon and, and <laughs> wrote code every day. But his, his wife just understood that, like, that's yeah. what he's like. I actually had a, 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 I had a, a, a you know, a, I went incommunicado for my honeymoon. It was really weird. Two weeks with no email. I got back, it was like 500 mails or something. Right. That's that okay. That's weird. 
That doesn't seem weird to me. I do that kind of stuff all the time. No, I quite. I, quite I just sometimes I'm at home. I just don't reply to emails for a week. <laughs> I think I'm addicted to the internet. It's yeah, problem. I've got a bit of a problem with that as well. So, so what's going on at Infrared Five at the moment? Is there anything you can talk about? Um. Well, there's this product called Brass Monkey, which mm-hmm. uh, some of you guys probably know about. It's a, it's a way of. Um, <laughs> Uh, using your iPhone or smartphone as a controller for a game on your desktop. So you know you can have like a, a racing game or a flight simulator or something. And you hook that up, you have a controller on your iPhone so you can like use the accelerometer and the touch and everything. Um, you set up different buttons so you're controlling this game. So that, that's a product that um, my company Infrared 5 started. And it got pretty popular and uh, there was, you know, just a lot of time being devoted to it, so we actually split it off into a separate company. So is it a bit like the Wii U? Which is, yeah, very much like that. So can you actually put bits of the game onto the yes. controller as well? And from a developer's standpoint, what, what are you developing in? Say you want to make... You know, I, I really don't know that much about it, right. technically, but... Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's... You can do it in Unity, I don't know, there's, there's various options. Right, so you'd actually make the controller in Unity? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and this is where you you know make a button, put it here, use a bitmap, link that to a function, and then right. cause a function in your game, whatever. Um, you go to brassmonkey.com or no, it's actually I'm not sure what the URL. It's not a million miles. It's not a million miles from what you're doing in your session, is it? It's you, quite. I mean, it's it's only similar in that I guess I'm setting up like a socket connection over a local network between a phone and a, and, and a computer. I should say. Yeah, it's on not, a good day, several hundred phones and a computer. <laughs> we'll see how that works. Yeah. Tomorrow, it's I guess. That, it's nothing that hasn't been done before. It's yeah. just It's a package. It sounds quite clever though, because doesn't yeah. it make the local connection via a, a, a remote site? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We'll talk to Chris about it d- that. It depends <laughs> on the system. Some some do have to go yeah. through that. Others can just. Yeah, sounds cool. cool. But it doesn't go over the internet. It's in some cases. It's something right, like sometimes flash. it, it makes the connection. Yeah. Work, yeah. Right, okay. If you're doing iOS or Unity, I think a Unity game, it would not actually go. Right, okay. Sure. So, I mean, often you get kind of, you come under fire, right, don't you, for yeah. experimenting with different technologies? Mostly for me, that's just really? <laughs> but you just, just start the fire. Yeah. I mean, we've never talked about that, that kind of whole Gmail, that, the whole G plus thread on the show. Oh, yeah. But, you know, a while ago, I kind of started a thread on, on G plus that was just like, you know, what's happening to the Flash community? Because if everyone who are the Flash guys are just talking about other stuff and no one's talking about Flash, then what happens to the Flash community? Does it exist? Yeah. You know, so... And then like 280 messages later... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just went names. mad. Yeah. Well, what did I do? I never did anything. And I'm being brought into this Flash. argument. It was mostly Jesse. He has a lot of time to type messages on the internet. <laughs> Jesse Freeman um, or I, f- I get them mixed up. I think Freeman. They're both Freeman. kind of obnoxious. It was Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love Jesse Freeman, yeah. but you know, we have amusing arguments. It's quite funny because on Twitter, you know, when I always used to be really worried about upsetting people on Twitter, so whenever I made a sarcastic comment, I'd always put a smiley face, but now I just don't bother. It's like, <laughs> full stop, I don't care. If someone wants yeah. to misinterpret it, that's fine. The smiley's kind of passive aggressive anyway, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so. it is. Yeah. <laughs> you suck, smiley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all been kind of. Kind of covered on that thread. Although yeah. I kind of thought I would sum up that thread somehow okay. on my blog, 
but I never happen. did because I, I can't actually sum up myself. It's I think part, part of the answer is that we need to move to communities that are based around ideas rather than technology. Yeah. So just talk about games or talk about interactive digital mm. art or whatever. And then, yeah. But then that, those kind of communities or that kind of discussion can only go so far because yeah. once you get to the point where, oh, well, how do I do it? Then you go, ah, oh, okay, Unity people, you have to go and do this. Flash people, you have to go and do this. Yeah. And browser people do this. And so yeah. then it breaks down. So you do need to have some discussion around specific yeah, technologies, right? I think that's really interesting. I mean, I, I set up a Flash user group here in Brighton just because I needed a support group. You know, I was doing some really hard stuff. I wanted to mix and discuss it with people that were doing that same stuff. Like I said to John, you know, all these people around this conference are such cool people. And I don't think any of them are necessarily working full-time in Flash anymore, or at least the minority are. But there's still this kind of community looking for a sort of hook to hold it together. Yeah. I don't know what that hook mm. is. We need a new label. Yeah, I mean, like with Adobe saying that, you know, interactive sites should be made with express, HTML5. Expressivity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is that going to be the same guys that were doing the, this stuff in Flash? doing know. it in a new technology or is it going to be the HTML guys learning new skills yeah. or a mix or I don't know or new guys that are like 22 and they've already made like <laughs> a million pounds a million pounds yeah. damn it I'm yeah. still I want to plug actually a website that I really love which is yeah. called onepagelove.com uh -huh. which is uh, it's just a gallery of one page websites you've got to see it really it's, it's awesome okay. but it just shows off some of the stuff you can do basically you know, just with browser technologies now, sure. how like scrolling, 3D, all that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, that sounds fun. So, so Keith, what's coming up next for you? What are you excited about that's right now? I'm kind of waiting up? for my next big thing. You don't know what it is yet? I don't know. Do you think that maybe a lot of people in our community are kind of doing that, trying stuff out, seeing yeah. what fits? I think so. I mean, you know, Flash is still as awesome as Flash ever was. Um, the newer features in it aren't, you know, stuff that really excite me right now. I mean, the stage 3Ds, not so much. I mean, maybe with the, the 2D stuff that Lee was talking about, mm. it's, um, that might have some interest. And uh, the mobile stuff, I prefer just to code mobile and, you know, Native. natively. Yeah. So that doesn't really interest me much. Mm. So, you know, I've, I've been into the JavaScript and Canvas stuff. That's kind of holding my attention most right now. Right. Are you doing actual commercial projects in JavaScript? I am, yeah. Yeah. Anything you can talk about? Uh, some stuff at Brightcode, which oh, I yeah. used to work oh, there, yeah. and now I contract for them through the company, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And what's your kind of setup? Are you using coffee? Are you using uh, any um, of those kind I of use frameworks? coffee every day. <laughs> <laughs> I need it, otherwise more, more I can't tea. do it. Yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah, but you know <laughs> what I mean, right? Mincy, uh, well, is a video deployment network, so they have this whole framework that they've right. created. So it's, right. uh, it uses some jQuery in there, but right. it's largely all scratch. And, sure. and finally, I just wanted to talk to you about this kind of fitness regime. You sort of started yeah, a kind of I mean, geek running squad, yeah. right? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, as a as a person, not as a, a geek so much, yeah. as a person, that's been my passion, which sure. will probably come through. And, and I guess, you know, as programmers, we're all used to sitting on our asses yeah. all day, typing away. You, well, said, you said asses. I'm not allowed to say asses. I think asses is okay. Asses is okay. You mean your donkeys. Ass. 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 <laughs> ass. <laughs> 
Yeah, I so think that's the thing of like when you go transatlantic, things that are swears don't become swears. Yeah. Like we've cut, like in a, you know, they can say like, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> we can just leave it out. It's fine. But that, to Americans, you see, on, on the camera there, that's not a swear. They don't know what it means. Yeah. That's so like, that, you can say right. that on daytime TV. Well, you can. Is that bad? Yeah, it's kind of bad. Right. Yeah, that's bad. I wouldn't know that. Yeah. The Sex Pistols album, yeah. But that's it. I mean, it's like, and when you cross over, so, you know, I think ass isn't as rude as ass in this I don't country. Think so. No. It's just one of those weird things. It is. Um, so, anyway, I meant to ask um, if there was someone, you know, who was fairly inactive just coding all day, how on earth do you get started with, like, a bit of exercise? Yeah, you know, like, what I started with is a Couch to 5K program, which, mm. if you look at Couch to 5K, it's, it's there, and uh, there's all kinds of apps if you want to. Yeah, I was going to say, do you use any kind of technology, geeky oh, yeah. stuff? Yeah, actually, I have all kinds of technology. I, I probably want to write something about that eventually, like being a running geek. Do you, I mean, do you have like a... You've got a, a Garmin, don't you? I do. Uh, Garmin, Garmin watch. You know, these watches that tell you your heart rate and your right. steps per minute and your GPS location, elevation, speed, <laughs> pace. And you can totally geek out on it, you know, so sure. you can download it all and see the map and the elevation. Cool. And I've, I've actually had some fun... Um, Parsing the data you get out of there, which is winds up being just XML and kind of visualizing that and using the processing in Flash. Cool. All right. Well, I think we're gonna probably we can wrap it up what, in a bit. What we time can get is some, it? We can, we've got let's like, have like we can have some questions. Let's take right? questions. Yeah. Okay. So anyone here got any questions? Yes, at the back. Okay. So the question was, will we will Keith do minimal comps for JavaScript? Um, I think you and I actually talked about that yeah, on Twitter or something yeah. a while back. There's um, some similar stuff though, isn't there, in Canvas? Yeah, yeah th th I would like to do that. Um, it is in the back of my mind to, to do something like that. I don't know how feasible it is or, or how necessary it is. I mean, the immediate reaction is, well, if you're in HTML, you have HTML. Forms, right? Well, yeah. well, J, like jQuery no, UI or something yeah. you could use, which... Uh, the jQuery UI is just so large, yeah. so big and heavy. Right. And the middle forms are so nice and small. And... Sorry, it really is Sure. Um, yeah, we're not. So awesome. Minimal comps. Yeah. Well. Minimal comps is awesome. There's also something similar in Canvas. Have you seen that? That's .gui. Yeah. That's quite a nice Canvas set of components. That sort of looks similar to minimal yeah. from what I can see. Um, so check that out. There's a post on creativejs.com. And what was the what's the Twitter set of tools? I think it's called Bootstrapper. Yeah, I've seen Bootstrapper as well. I think the problem with them is that they just get bloated. Sure. A lot of the time, I mean, I understand reverse engineering is always nice, but a lot of the time, there's just so much fat. That, yeah. That again, the nice thing about minimal comps is that it's just so quick to do something. What's yeah. Bootstrapper. Bootstrapper is the set of tools or the library that Twitter released, which they used to develop some internal tools and things. Okay. It's just nice looking components, more more components. So I guess the CSS thing of the, the, sorry, say again? It's just a CSS file. Right, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, they JavaScript. Right, okay. So, I mean, I guess the, the thing about minimal comps is the minimal is the yeah. important part, right? Yeah. A any other questions? Okay, let's take a question from the interwebs. <laughs> what well, I mean, have you used coding? Does he recommend one that does flash, JS, and processing? 
So should we just repeat the yeah. question? So for our mics, what, what IDE do you use? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, what was it you remembered more of it? And there was something about one, is there one that covers Flash, uh, JavaScript and Process? Flash, JavaScript, uh, I don't try to use one ID for. <laughs> I don't try to use one ID for everything. Yeah. Um, I use uh, currently I'm on Ubuntu Linux, so I use um, FTT and Eclipse for Flash and Flex stuff. Um, for processing, I just use the processing, processing ID. <laughs> and it comes with one. Oh, geez, what's going on? For JavaScript, I'm using a Komodo Edit. Which um, I like. It's, I haven't you know, tried that one. It's kind of you know pretty simple. Yeah, it has enough features. I would compare it to like a Flash develop level kind of thing. Is it, is it just on Linux or no? It's uh, Mac. Mac Linux oh. Windows. Cool. So what else you got over there? Yeah. When are you going to release particles? When am I going to release particles? <laughs> I release particles all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I leave a trail of particles just wherever I go. It's like, that's just, that's that's just what That's I your think. laptop, isn't it? Yeah. Get some particles up. I think that's what they Do they need, need some particles? I think so. Also, yeah, Cinder. Cinder. Um, I played with Cider, that's the only yeah. one I've played, I've played with. So have I, have I played with open frameworks? I have. I've been working loads in open frameworks in the last six or eight months. Um, Cinder I haven't looked at, but I know Robert Hodgin, um, and, he, and it looks good actually, Cinder. I'd like to try it. Have you guys used open frameworks? I've, uh, you know, dabbled in both of those. Yeah. Um, nothing more than... You know, kind of get my toes wet. Yeah, I mean, I find just the complexity of working in C++ yeah. kind of a very steep learning curve that I'm yeah. still occasionally baffled by. You know, there's still, and it's like I was saying about how I, I built a Flash support group in Brighton. I really need like an open framework C++ support group in Brighton. I don't seem to have one. I guess there's less people doing that stuff. Yeah, there seems to. It's more niche. It, so. is more, it is more. <laughs> it absolutely is more niche. It really is. Any more, any more questions? There's some in the audience, yes. Gentleman at the front. He's seen any thought leader t-shirts yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually meant to make one. We, we should explain that, that you're, you are a thought leader, right, yeah. Keith? It was just Apparently. out of that thread, one of the many a, brilliant things that came out of it was that Keith is a thought leader. Yeah. And, and something else. I see, <laughs> I see, I see that uh, Stacey changed her, uh, you know, Bitchy codes. Yeah. Changed her her Twitter yeah. description is thought follower. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Any more questions? Yes. Um, that's a big general question. Um, imagine you're uh, 22, something like that, and uh, you're coming to the to, to beach, and uh, you're a beginner, something like that. And uh, what should be my plan for wow. the next year? That's a good question. Wow, that's isn't a great it? question, so isn't it? What, just, so, what, te what technologies kind of do you know at the moment? Um, I finished my studies, so uh, I'm a two bummers. The first one is not me, Oh, okay. Sure. But for someone new to it, I mean, I guess it all depends what you want to try and exactly, do, doesn't that's it? That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, there's so many different sort of paths you can go down. Yeah, if you want to be a game programmer or applications or back-end yeah. stuff or designer. Or I mean, I would say well, look at the jobs that you would like yeah. and then look at what technologies they list. Mm. 
and what skills they list and just concentrate on learning those and you know get, getting into a job where you get to do what you enjoy I think is the still the best way in like you know like we found my friend Matt who was like working in game and uh, but he was like actually a really good programmer and so we gave him a job and uh, yeah he yeah, just sure. became amazing so it's you, yeah I would say I just say you know getting a job that you want even if it's like at the bottom level is so much you learn a lot quicker basically than if you're sat at home trying to work all this stuff out and it's a sort of general point but I think that there are people that are very successful and there are people that aren't and it seems to be that the ones that are successful are like Keith that are just always learning always researching always playing with stuff always producing things and always, that are always quite a high quality I think that's what you need to focus on just that passion to, to learn and build stuff and get some quality out of it I think that's you know that's all I'd say I mean, the best, the best job is what you would be doing if you didn't have that as a job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any more? It should be not about that. Uh, learn everything uh, around uh, JavaScript, around uh, ActionScript for the first part. Yeah. So, so it should be more uh, specialized. Well, you know, just, I'd just pick one to start with. Yeah, so the question is, is it better to be a generalist, I guess, when you're starting out and know a bit of each technology, or is it better to just specialise on one? And I'd say it's better to just specialise on one at the start, and then once you get, once you, once you kind of work out programming in general from doing one language, then you'll be able to pick the other languages up a lot easier than being confused by the syntax of forgetting whether you're writing PHP and, or JavaScript. So. And, and if you're learning programming, I think some environments are better for total newcomers than others as well, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And Flash, I think, is great for learning programming. Yeah, I think, Flash, I think Flash is better than JavaScript for learning programming okay. because you learn object-oriented programming fundamentals, which you just don't learn from JavaScript. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I sort of think that... You know, Keith flash, agreed with me though, I, just I think, for the record. I mean, you're probably, you're probably right in terms of the actual language, but I think in terms of like having a setup that works, it's, you know, I think there's a bit more of a learning It depends. If you're, if you're doing games, yeah. like Flash is absolutely the best way to get started, better than any other technology. And, and You've got Flixel, Flashpunk, Flash Develop is free, IDE. Unless, you, unless you make plus, it, I don't so, know, I think that Corona's better for doing mobile games. No, but the thing with Flash is that the community's all there, to, the, the Flash games community is really helpful, really supportive. Yeah. You know, but there's people that will well, give you... it has to be because it's so hard to work you with. You're absolutely <laughs> crazy if you think that it's hard to work <laughs> with. What it's, about it you? Isn't. Compared to what? Unity 3D, Compared to Unity, like, in a lot of ways... <laughs> compared to... <laughs> <laughs> compared it's to, nice when we argue. Compared to Unity, right? <laughs> What's that? What, an argument, yeah. <laughs> we have worse arguments probably off the show than we have on the show. Yeah, that's probably true. But I, d I don't know how anyone could say that Flash is a, a hard language to learn. You know, ActionScript is a hard language to learn. It is. I didn't easy. say that. I just said that Corona's easier. Yeah, but then who's going to help you? I'm on, I'm on Yeah. Corona is. Luna is yeah. so easy. Lua. Lua is so easy. Luna's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but then but the thing is, who's going who's gonna to help you when you get stuck? Uh, so, you'll never get started. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, any is that is that it? Okay, one more question from the internet, and then we'll wrap up. Keith. Keith. Oh, action. Yeah. So JavaScript. So the question is, um, 
you know, Keith wrote a very famous, very big-selling action script book called Making Things Move, right? Yeah. Uh, and I hear rumours that it's going to be rewritten in JavaScript. Do you know anything about how that's going? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting you should have. Right? <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Friends of Ed, which is the publisher who did the book, um, they had a person who wanted to do a, a JavaScript version of it, and uh, they asked me if that would be okay, and I, I gave the blessing on that. And um, I think Seb, you were you were kind of involved as a reviewer for a little while. Yeah, and, so they just kind of I don't know, so I should you, read. You have, from that point on, you actually probably. This is uh, this is one of the things I probably shouldn't talk about, but I'm going to anyway. But um, <laughs> they basically came to me, and it was pretty much finished, and they showed it to me, and my heart sank because. One of the things that is amazing about Keith's book is it's so, so simple and it works really closely with action script and flash. And what had happened, I mean, basically this guy, I'm sure he's very good, I'm not sure his name, but he, he basically wrote a framework so that pretty much the same action script code could work in JavaScript. And I was just kind of like, well, really, you, should, you know, the, the Canvas API is pretty easy. You should probably just rewrite it with Canvas API. And so I said, look, I can't really tech review it while it's in this state because I'll just be a pain in the ass and be really annoying to everyone. But I was really pleased because later I got a mail from them and they said, okay, he's rewriting it without the framework. So that was the last I heard, but I was very heartened that, that it was taking a bit of a, a simpler approach. So I don't know. I guess it should be out soon, right? I, I, I think yeah. so, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, this is just going to be a normal episode of the podcast. Oh, if to, yeah, for the people on at home on the in the camera, creativecodingpodcast.com. <laughs> so there you can find all the previous episodes. We've got thirteen episodes before this one. Yeah, thirteen um, hours of awesome, including guests. What guests have we had on? Uh, some dodgy guy called Jer Thorpe. Jer Thorpe. Oh, there, he is. there he is in the audience, <laughs> Jer Thorpe. Um, uh, Marius Watts, Katie Reese, Ben Fry. Creativecodingpodcast.com. Okay, so anything we need to say before we wrap up? I don't think so. I'm just looking forward to the rest of the conference. Yeah, and, uh, it should be fun. There's and some good stuff coming start up. Start the first party tonight. And, and I've got my presentation tomorrow morning. Yep, how's that's, that going? That's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be entertaining. That's all I can say cool. because yeah. it it might not actually work. Cool. Well, I'm going to be there to watch that car crash. In, yes. Putting <laughs> all this wreck. glory. So I'm going to play us out. Let's check it out. Okay. Oh, it didn't work. Oh no! You did something I else. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know how to use computers. Oh man. Uh, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> We'll, we'll edit this bit out. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone close your eyes at home. Oh, there you, oh, there you go. go. Open them. Cool. <laughs> okay, so that was the Creative Coding Podcast, episode 14, live from Flash on the Beach. I've been Ian Lobb. And I'm Seb Lidlal. Let's thank our guests. Yes. Lee Brimlow from Adobe. <laughs> and, uh, and John Davey from Flash on the Beach. And finally, the king of creative coding himself, Keith Peters. Thanks very much. Thanks so everyone. much. I'll see you Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers for coming to this little room instead of going to see Kenneth Peters. Thanks. <laughs>